Hello again, friends, and welcome to the weekend one more time, which of course means welcome to another edition of the E-Style Classic Countdown. I am the E-Style, Eric Hinton, for those who don't know, <laughs> but many of you know. A uh, lot going on in life and in music and whatnot. Uh, where do I begin? I guess I can begin by telling you, um, we've got a double, another double countdown for you. Um, it wasn't too long ago, I believe, that I gave you this week in 78. So we're going to update it again. And, um, for two for the price of one, I've also got this week in 70. For you as well. You know I love going back to the, you know, the earlier the better, as far as I'm concerned, especially when it comes to um, music and whatnot. And um, both lineups are okay. Um, the ladies are taking over number one for both charts, if that helps any. Uh, ladies, I know you love that. <laughs> so we're gonna do that for you. Um, included in this week in 70 is, as far as I'm concerned, one of the two greatest songs of all time. But uh, more on that in a moment. Uh, first, uh, as we celebrate year number two of the ESCC, uh, once again, I must tell you how much it means to me that uh, I do this and that you're there to hear and to, to pay attention and stuff and People still like to knock me and, and mock me and stuff. Oh, you just hate the new school and all this and that. It's not so much that I hate it. I could, um, you know, do without all the, the, the sexual references that the ladies have and a lot of the guys. I could do without the violence and a lot of the songs, you know, that the uh, gangster rappers are doing now. I don't think they call it gangster rap anymore, but you get the idea. It's just, it's a different time, and we know times are going to change. Music has to change along with the times, da-da-da. But um, that doesn't mean that we just can't appreciate some of the um, good stuff that we had before, and that is the main reason why I uh, do these things. Um so uh, that's that with that. A um, couple of birthday wishes. Oh, actually, first, um, before we even do that, uh, Hendrix, we lost on this date in uh, 70. Uh, strangely enough, as we're doing this week in 70, uh, many of you, I'm sure, recall that we did lose Hendrix on this day as well. And... Um, Great guitar player and everything, don't get me wrong. I just never thought of him personally as the, the greatest. Maybe that's just the... I, I've never... The only thing Hendrix ever did for me as far as I'm concerned was at uh, Woodstock when he closed uh, the show that early Monday morning. And uh, he did the Star Spangled Banner, which was pretty much inventive, very inventive. I don't think anyone had ever done that before. And... Not to say he was horrible. He was good at what he did. I just never thought of him as the greatest. 
Um, as someone who's African-American and, and loves my rock and roll and all that, I never saw and never will see Hendrix as the all-time greatest. I don't, and I don't know why. He, he's good. Don't get me wrong. I just never thought of him as the guy. That doesn't mean he had to leave us as soon as he did, of course. Don't get me wrong. But, um... I don't know. I just never. Got, I just never got it. Uh, many of you guys are musicians, of course, um, especially guitar players. Of course, you get it, and understandable. And I respect that. But I don't know why he never appealed to me. He he had a couple of good songs, but um, yeah, just like with Elvis, I never thought he was all that either, and never will. There have been so many better singers to come along. I don't know. Maybe I'm missing something. Who knows? It's not like I like everything that's old school either. Everybody has a variety. There is variety and everyone has their favorites and those two are not mine. Will they be one day? Who knows? Um, anyway, let's see. Uh, happy birthday to Jada Pinkett Smith. And where did she come from? She doesn't sing. She actually, I believe she actually still has a group in L.A. that she fronts in the rare spare time that she has um, called Wicked Wisdom. And I've heard they're supposed to be the bomb. Um, i trying to think of any of you guys are out in the L.A. area and have seen her. You probably haven't seen her lately because she's always working and stuff and when she's not doing that, she's probably at home just chilling with Will and doing other things, but we won't go there. You get the idea. Uh, that's the only reason she even came up today. Um, she's actually the big 5-0 today herself. So, welcome to the club, Jada. Alright, should we go ahead? I'm trying to see if I'm missing something. Maybe not. Okay. Uh, we'll go and do 78 first since they came up first. Uh, as I said, what was it, just uh, two or three weeks ago maybe that uh, we had done 78? Oh, man, I forgot to look up uh, Evelyn Champagne King who kicks off um, the top 10 with Shane at number 10. Uh, it's going down the charts. Um, so we got to find its peak position. I didn't do that yet. Uh, I'm doing that while I'm here with you, you guys, and I hope we can find it pretty quick. Like, here, here she is, Evelyn, Champagne King, and Shane. Hurry up now, I know I got plenty of uh, data, 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 whatever. Uh, let's see, the album is called Smooth Talk. Here we go. Uh, she peaked at... Number, uh, hang on. I can't believe, um, I was going to say something. <laughs> I can't believe, um, that hit the top ten. Uh, I never really recall hearing it on the pop stations. Uh, on the soul stations, of course, everywhere. In 78, everywhere. Oh, she only got to number 9 with it. Uh, so she drops down one notch to number 10 to kick off the top 10. So, 
Miss Evelyn Champagne. I believe she's still around. She's still doing her thing. Probably on those soul cruises and whatnot. <laughs> Which is okay. Uh, number nine. Here's my boys. Now, you talk about a good Beatle cover, and there ain't many. <laughs> but this one wasn't too bad. Earth, Wind, and Fire. Well, of course. Those are my boys anyway. So you got to figure that they would do well with Got to Get You Into My Life. And they did. It's at number nine this week. Not many Beatle covers have hit the top ten. You can literally count on one hand all the Beatles songs that have hit the top ten. Um, this one, we know Elton hit number one with Lucy in the Sky, which I think is still the only Beatle cover to hit number one. Um, I think there's a couple of others. There's not many. Um, we just discovered not that long ago, actually, that Anne Murray and You Won't See Me was a top ten pop as well. So that's cool. I think there's just a couple more. That's it. The only Beatle covers to hit the top ten. You know why? To this day, not too many can still cover a good Beatles song. To me, it's uh, sacrilege. I've played a couple of Beatles songs over the years on bass and whatever, and it's just not the same. Anyway, number eight from the number one album, and the title is all the same. Don't Look Back. From uh, Boston. Did we ever solve the mystery of where Boston's from? <laughs> Bad, horrible joke, I know. Um, the album that it knocked from number one was the Grease soundtrack, whose uh, Summer Nights is number seven. It's Olivia Newton, John Travolta. Get it? <laughs> um, number six is Never Lasting, Lasting Love, and it's Little Brother Andy. Um, Big Brother Barry, of course, wrote the title track to Grease and many others. But he's climbing back up with, a, or Little Brother Andy, climbing up to number six this week. Number five, on their way to number one from Kentucky. Thank you very much, where we live for a little bit. It's Exile and Kiss You All Over. Number four, guess who? It's Olivia again, also from the Grease soundtrack. And hopelessly devoted to you. She's on her way to number three with that. But currently at number three, where it also peaks, is Hot-Blooded by Foreigner. Two is a former number one, which we have discussed. And a great one by uh, Lionel when he was Lionel. And the Commodores and Three Times a Lady. Great album that that's on too. Midnight Magic. No, that's the album after that. Natural High is the album that's on. Three Times a Lady. And they would be dethroned by Boogie, Iggy, You just can't boogie no more. The Pride of L.A., Taste of Honey. Janice Marie Johnson on bass, I believe, and um, I a couple other people. Um, Taste of Honey, though, unfortunately, are no more. They broke up in the mid-'80s. Um, it never explained why or how or, you know, they took all my money and none of that. Um, they just quietly went about their way. I guess the two ladies in the group um, reunited for a PBS special back in 04 and haven't been together since. So um, uh, Janice, the bass player, I believe, uh, is on the solo tip now, probably still doing Boogie Oogie Oogie. 
uh, since that's her big one, but they just quietly disappeared, went away, and that's all we know of them. Uh, one of the members that said had passed, no, two of them had passed uh, a while back, and um, that's just it with that. Um, are they going to reunite? We don't know. No, no rush, of course, but they did okay with themselves for having uh, a few hits. And this one, of course, the biggest one. Oogie, oogie, oogie. A Taste of Honey. The number one song again in the nation this week. Now, let's go back a little bit. Uh, as I said, I already gave you 78 not that long ago. So, we have this week in 70, as I mentioned. Um, some great stuff here. A little bit better than um, what we just gave you, but that's how I roll with all that. Uh, a lot of songs already had their peak positions. Matter of fact, one, two, three, four, five of them uh, have already hit their peak positions, including um, last week's number one, which drops to number two, uh, as I mentioned. Also a lady at the top, which is cool. Ten is one of those uh, that's dropping down. It's a former number one. And we don't discuss bread enough. I don't care what you say. They, I've always enjoyed those guys. They had a lot of great ones. This was their only number one. It's Make It With You. Um, also from L.A., I believe. They, it is bread, of course. Nine, Candida, and Dawn. We'll leave it there. Eight, the pride of Downey, California, as I always like to call him. And another former number one, close to you, the Carpenters. Seven, it peaked at number three. I love the song, especially now more than uh, ever before. I don't know why. Uh, seven, in the summertime, Mungo Jerry. Um, I know that's their only hit, which is good because uh, I don't think you could do better than this one. Uh, the rhythm of that and the beat of that is just perfect. And of course, it's nice and happy and peppy and so on. And just a great one to sing along to. I'm going to have to play it after we're done here. Number six, our boys. Chicago, with another one that already peaked. It hit number four last week, and it's down to number six, oddly enough, because it's 25 or 624. One of the greatest songs of all time, in my view. And the fact that I know how to play it on bass helps out huge. Um, that's a great one. I, I can discuss that song to you on account on... Um, a podcast all by itself if I wanted, but I won't. Uh, Chicago, we talk about them all the time at one point or another on these uh, countdowns, and this one, my favorite of theirs, and always will be. Um, to this day, I believe they still close the show with this one, and understandably so. It's a great one. Uh, gotta be one of the ro most rockingest tunes. I've ever heard in my life, and uh, that's not bad. Love those guys. Uh, where are they from? <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, five, 
uh, Mr. Sherman saying, Julie, do you love me? Not as familiar with that one as I am the others, but uh, wouldn't it be funny if someone named Julie replied back with a song that said, no. <laughs> Number four is uh, Clarence Carter stroking back up the charts with patches. My favorite line in that song, well, you get the idea. That was a bad rendition. Uh, three, from the number one album in the country, and it's called Cosmos Factory. It is Credence, another band we don't discuss enough because, uh, well, more of their hits came in the 60s. There are a few in the 70s. And um, love those guys. Um, you talk about a band not getting back together, they will not do it either. Um, I guess those guys are still ticked at Fogarty, whom I follow on uh, TikTok. And, um, and that's because, well, they thought they'd be jamming with them during their uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction in 92. Springsteen inducted them. And um, Fogarty got up there and Springsteen played and Fogarty played. Robbie Robertson from the band had played and a couple other people. But the other guys in Credence were not invited. And I guess they're still steaming about that to this day. And un understandably so. So, um, well, just like with Fleetwood Mac, yeah, yeah, hope. They kind of get over that while everybody's still breathing. Um, one of the guys, uh, Fogarty's brother, Tom, who's in the band, is already gone. Uh, let's get back together, guys. Oh, oh I never mentioned the song, did I? Looking Out My Back Door, uh, which I believe that's as high as it got, is uh, number three. Number two, speaking of Springsteen, he doesn't do too bad of a cover of this. War. Huh. Yeah. But here's the original. And you know my motto. Never fool with an original. It's uh, Edwin Starr with last week's number one. Talking about war. Springsteen, I believe this is his. And it, Springsteen did hit the top ten with it, to his credit. And I think it's his only top ten he didn't write. And that's because uh, he covered it. Of course he couldn't have wrote it. But uh, Mr. Edwin is knocked off the top by Miss Diana. The first of her many number ones on her own, anyway. Uh, she had a ton with the Supremes, of course. But then she said, eh, I'm going to do my own thing. And I guess had the blessing of Barry Gordy and um, other things of Barry Gordy. Again, we won't go there. And Ain't No Mountain High Enough. The first of her many hit records. The first of her, yeah, the first of her many hit records and her first number one outside of the Supremes. Uh, you talk about cover songs, I believe. Uh, oh, who did? Oh, Marvin and Tammy did that first, as many of us know, as my mother liked to remind me week after week after week. Mom was never a huge Diana fan, though. Um, I never got that. Loved the Supremes. Loved Diana with the Supremes. Didn't like uh, Diana going on her own. But... Lots of groups go through that. Um, you know, I wonder if I can kind of do this thing on my own. Who needs those guys? Who needs those girls? Da 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 da. 
and um, Diana is one of the most successful examples of all of that. Um, I think she had as many hits on her own as she did with the Supremes. Well, yeah, it had to be because the Supremes with her were just together, I don't know, what, eight, nine years maybe? And then uh, she strikes out on her own, and then boom. Gold from there. Well, more than gold. Platinum, maybe double platinum, triple, on down the line. Um, unlike with a taste of honey, uh, Miss Diana is still around. I think she has some new stuff coming. Uh, if not by the end of this year, definitely in 2022. So we're going to have to see if she still has it. All right. Well, I'm sure she still has it, but it's just, of course, different times, as I mentioned, and, you know, music changes with the times, as I just said, but we'll see what uh, Miss Diana can come up with for um, 2022, or maybe even 2021. It should be interesting either way. Um, Diana's kids, most of them, are just about as famous as uh, she is now. Uh, Tracy, you see on a Blackish, a show that I cannot get into. I've watched a couple episodes there. Okay, but to binge watch that, as they call it now, uh-uh. Just not funny enough. It's probably because of Anthony Anderson, who I never thought was funny anyway. Tracy has it going on. Um, so if I do binge watch, it'll be because of her. Um, Rhonda Ross Kendrick never got as big as Tracy did, but, uh, uh, still a great actress in her own, right? You've seen her in the biggest thing I think Rhonda was in was the Temptations uh, miniseries, which many of us still rave about. Uh, and rightly so. Great, great miniseries. And one of those few that I could watch over and over and over again and never be bored with it. Even though, as many of us know, some of the facts in it were inaccurate. But, hey, it was a good time. Um, There's a couple other famous Ross kids. Oh, uh, Evan Ross, um, actor, singer in his own right. And I believe still married to Ashley Simpson. Um, Wow, you talk about merging two. Famous families together. Well, there you go. Um, that actually might be it. But uh, uh, Diana's got quite a few of them. But those are the three most famous that come to mind right now. So I guess that's it. I uh, hope you enjoyed the double countdown. Sorry so lengthy. But when you double the countdowns, you will have that. Uh, now tomorrow, I'm going to go ahead and... Uh, advance it for you we did get another request for this week in 84 uh, we might still have uh prints on the top on the top again uh we're gonna find out so this week in 84 will be coming tomorrow so look out for that uh thank you for all those that listen today and tomorrow and whenever you do we will see you tomorrow of course until then as always notorious biggie style here Telling you to put your hair up and square up. Thanks for listening. We'll see you tomorrow.